3: All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 106. My name's Turner Sparks. And I am Mike Kaplan. You can find me at Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at K-A-P-Cap in America on Twitter. Also, we're on Instagram. Yeah, Captain America. That's and me. I got to promote the pod? Lost, I like to in, prom- America Lost in America. in America pod. All right, that's us. Awesome. Promote me. Turner Sparks. Turner uh, Sparks. Screw you. The, you people. don't need promotion. You're a big star. I'm a big star. Yeah. Hey, on the podcast today. Speaking of big stars. We have Laurent Bung. So this is what we're doing. Laurent is a French entrepreneur. Yes. Which, by, from what I understand, the French don't even have a is word. Is that a French word, entrepreneur? Not according <laughs> to George Bush. They don't even have a word for entrepreneur. Uh, socialist. Socialist. So Laurent, a- I knew out in China, this is what's happening. I did Mr. Southy business for 10 years, which yeah. we've discussed on this podcast, but we've had comedians, we've had journalists, we've never, that's a, a whole other side to my life is entrepreneurship, yeah. Bu- business building. We've never had a business A project. businessman. You're like uh, the shark tank. You were on the shark tank of China, I believe, weren't you? Sure. <laughs> Don't <laughs> Google it. <laughs> but I was, but so Laurent is a, so I knew him out in China. We were both living out there. He moved back to France where he's from, his, his original country, he opened a basketball shoe company called 24 Seconds, but spelled in French, so it's with an E-S. French, goddamn. It's Freedom Fries, yeah, exactly. all right? not <laughs> <Again>, yes. 24 <laughs> Seconds with an E-S. So that's his company. Bring it up with him. So Yeah, oh I guess. Here. I'm already fired up. In a minute, he's going to tell us all about how we, what it's like to build a business in communist France. In communist France. He better come in thanking us for bailing them out in that war. Tell you, (laughs) wow! It's gonna get exciting. (laughs) So he'll be here in a second. But Cap, what you have a straw? That's why I'm all feeling emboldened. I'm feeling like going to war with people because I have just been a victor of a big offensive. What happened? Uh, Well, so you remember uh, we, the founders of the alt middle, we one of our one of our main points of our platform was the anti-plastic straw or the anti-paper straw. Pro-plastic straw. Remember it well. So I was at a coffee shop after that episode aired. And near my work, and it's a nice new little coffee shop. Great coffee, good pastries, but guess what? They didn't have plastic straws. They didn't have plastic straws. They just had paper straws, and they were the worst. They were because they they were the type that would disintegrate within like twenty minutes. You got to like open. You got yeah, all gotta of shut, Yeah, all of them exactly. So I also yeah, go ahead. No, so I was getting headaches from drinking so fast, and then I just couldn't even finish it. So I took. <laughs> it's like a It's like ice cream. <laughs> How cold was your side? I was just drinking so fast because I was in a race against the clock. It's a 24-second clock. <laughs> yeah, with an E. <laughs> so, yeah, with an E. So I went to Instagram. <laughs> if you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen this. And I hashtagged the name of the coffee shop. That's how you do it these days. And I went at them on Ents <laughs> oh, as well. Wow. And I, you know, I told our army, I told the lost the Americans to, yes. to boycott this place and to come in and tell them you don't want order and then leave. Tell them because of the plastic shop, forget it. I don't want my coffee. Great idea. Well, wouldn't you know it, about a week later, a, a girl in my office goes without my knowledge to this coffee place. Really? And she, come, she heard my story, though. She follows me on Instagram, of course. Who doesn't? And she comes back. and She says, Kaplan, you were wrong. They have plastic straws. And she gives it to me, my iced coffee. And I was like, what? They do? And I went down there, and now they have a choice. They have both. They change. And I asked them. And they said, they didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to reveal who I was. So I was like, oh, you've changed? Like, yes. Some people, uh, some people were asking for he said, it. said, this man named Sergeant <laughs> Queens came in. This <laughs> lunatic lo- told like, us all of Serbia, Macedonia, <laughs> and Montenegro was coming after us. Yeah. Yeah. If we didn't so, change it. You know, Jennifer Miles Peak said, if you're ever visiting New York, no, whatever. But uh, yeah. Yes. So our fan, I want to thank the fans. I feel very, this is how you can affect change. Yes. You know, these turbulent time in this cl- current climate, in our current, we no. need change. We need to affect you. Got to do it. It's time for change. Top down is tough. You know, top down, we want to change presidents, of course, most people, but you got to start at the bottom. I think work your way up, start with the battles you can win, pick your fights, yes, and be vigilant. Yes. And don't do not do not settle for a paper fucking straw. Exactly. So now. Yeah. Anyway, so no that was my victory. Ever settle. Well, speaking of victories, I got a tour coming up. Yeah. I'm all over the place. Should we call I'm calling it a tour. tour of right? the world to, print, let's print some T-shirts. Print some t- Merch. T-shirts. Lost in a um, lost in America t shirts. I was gonna say lost in the middle. <laughs> Get their tour right. November ninth, I will be in Sacramento, California. Oh, this is a specific show. Yeah. At the Cote Verdera Country Club. So if you're a member <laughs> we are, do we have a country club, what do our analytics say? We have a lot of country club listeners? I think we do. I play a lot of them. We're you hear that out. advertisers? We got a lot of country club exactly. listeners. Exactly. Fifty five and we might have a lot of bucks. Make up for it. No that's November 9th in Sacramento. November twelfth, I will be in Los Angeles, California. Playing the Kibbutz Room at Cantor's Deli. Oh, my God. Guess who hosts this show? Uh, Been on the pod twice. Who would host a show in the Kibbutz Room? I was going to say Jimmy Schubert, but then you said twice. In the Kibbutz Room? Oh, Esther Steinberg. Esther Steinberg. Wow. Of course. This is her show. Amazing. So I'm going to be out there November 12th. Get the rugula, Cantor's. They're fantastic. Chocolate rugula are the best. Is that arugula? A, no, rug, no, that's what's, a salad. What's rugula? <laughs> you know, I have some in my bag outside. I should bring them in and show you. But a is a little Jewish pastry. Ooh. And the key trick is it, like, a kosher delis are never good because the chocolate's, like, not dairy. Okay. But I'm going to be inside baseball here. Canders is not actually kosher, it's a Jewish deli. No! So they have real chocolate, and thus the rugula are better. Get the rugula. You're going to get, get, get me kicked off the show. Rugula and a matzo ball soup. All right, I'm done. November 15th, Punchline Sacramento. Don't get the rugula there. Don't get the rugula at <laughs> the Punchline Sacramento. That's open to everybody. I'll be I'll be uh, uh Jared Fried's headlining. I'll be out there featuring for him. All right. And then November 17th, at Serrano Country Club in El Dorado Hills. Colorado. You're really all over the place. November 29th, Atlantic City at the Tropicana
1: all right. Casino.
3: Take take a message to Trump. The, Go to his rivals. Atlantic City Comedy Club. November 30th, I will be in Philadelphia at the Philly Comedy Club. So that's a big November. Those are all November. That's a good I think there's a Sixers game that night. So You're probably gonna have no one there, but your show. But hopefully, skip the Sixer game, people. Exactly. Or, or or I'll just get a ticket and I'll do it in the um section one (laughs) or (laughs) two. All right. Also, Amazon, everybody. Before we get to Lost in America, Amazon, the money's drying up, Kaplan. Mm. So we need. I think we got too excited. We did too many victory laps in October. Yeah, we're getting all that money flowing in. (laughs) Yeah, what's going on? Bucks up back then. Money was cheap. Oh my God! Now I don't know if this recession's hit that everyone's talking about, but no one's buying on our Amazon thing anymore. So what you got to do? Go to lostinamericapod.com, dot com. Click through the Audrey Murray book. We're just going to keep it up there. It's in the yeah. upper right hand corner. Buy the book and do uh, all your regular shopping on Amazon. Percentage comes to us. We if got- you're upset about what happened to that Saudi Ar- Saudi Arabian journalist, he was working for the Washington Post. Yeah, Amazon owns them. Send a message of support to Amazon. Yeah, and even by if you're going not upset, through even us, even if you're not upset by that, if you're happy, we'll take those people too. Well, yeah. We pitch a white tent. <laughs> 10. You're saying if you're MBS if you're MBS or yeah. one of the, you're listening in Saudi Arabia. If the right? king of Saudi Arabia is a fan, I know he's a big fan. He's a big fan. All right, we take his money too. Both good people on all sides. Good people on all sides. <laughs> Should we get to Lost in America? Yeah, let's play the music. Play the music. All right, we're back, Kaplan. I'm lost in America this week. And this proves, this will prove that actually, this whole last two years where I thought I'm becoming more American, I'm ta- telling Daniel Luis Vesa I yeah, live in America. You were just pontificating and just like he was a- kissing your throne, asking for advice. And you Turns were just like. Turns <laughs> out I was completely bullshitting. I don't know. You're I, back to square one? Back to square zero. You did like a complete 360. And here you're going? Complete 360. What happens is I fell for. The oldest trick in New York comedy, which I didn't even know about until last night, I realized was a trick. At the end of this. <laughs> What's so I'll tell you what happened. Remember this two weeks ago? I told everybody I was auditioning at the Eastville Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. And it used to be in the East Village, moved out to my neighborhood in Brooklyn. Yeah. I got an audition set there. I sent them a tape like th- three or four weeks ago. They emailed me back. Cool, we'd love to have you come audition. We're going to have people there. We're going to have a video recording. We're going to send it back to our owner. And then he decides who gets passed and all that kind of stuff. So my that sounds good. They go, oh, and this should have been the tip off. They go, we're going to give you free tickets. But just because it's an audition for everybody, we're just asking everybody to bring a handful of people, bring eight people, whatever. But it's free for them. So don't worry about it. So I checked with a couple comics. I checked with Gus and Gus is like, you know what? I think do it. Usually, if it's a scam, they make, you, they make the people pay. to get. Right. This is free, mm. so why don't you just do it? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. But knowing there's still a chance it could be a scam. Mm. So I get there. It's all... Everyone besides me is brand new comedians. Or, yeah, there's like the host who I sort of know, and he's just some guy from around New York. And then the, the first comedian to go up on stage is a lady who should be in the subway... <laughs> it's like an open mic night basically worse than an open mic <laughs> night yeah she's like a crazy person oh. i'll just say that without getting using the buzzwords you're not supposed to use anymore let's just say she's a crazy person. i mean i love i talked about this a few weeks ago i love subway humor subway crazy people Yeah, but you like it in a comedy <laughs> club when you're also on the show yeah no no probably you don't want to go up next in the subway Wait, try to follow. And you don't want to go up next, <laughs> follow you don't want to go up next try to follow a crazy subway she person. literally sings the little mermaids she's like I love Disney. Everyone's <laughs> like, okay. There's no punchlines ever. Right. So I'm going to sing Little Mermaid. It's a crazy. Person. Oh, my kids, I sure about them. They they that. They would have loved that. They would have loved love it. Little so Mermaid. she goes up. Next guy goes up, and it's like some 18-year-old uh, uh, black kid, and he's like, hey, what's up, everybody? Whoa, the br- lights are bright. That's like his first thing. <laughs> and then he's like, whoa, I've never been on a stage before. Give it up for me. It's literally his first time and then he does like eight minutes of nothing just like l- l- looking out and being like hey girl you're pretty hot uh, how old are you and she would be like i'm 25 he's like i'm 18 what's up and then he just goes to the next guy hey you you're pretty hot and then they light him he doesn't know what a light is so he doesn't see it so then he does like 20 minutes and then he's like hey they're flashing a light in the back like they have a, a real light and then they're flashing a cell phone what should i do and, and the host in the back he goes, Get off the stage. <laughs> He's like, Whoa, why are you so aggressive? He goes, Dude, we've had a light on for 10 minutes. It's chaos. They ask you in comedy clubs if someone if really refuses, is there a hook or something? Can someone come? What do you do? What Have you ever seen someone do, just pull someone out physically? Or What we used to do in Shanghai is we just blast the music. Oh, okay. If they don't like come Oscar, off, blow them up, play them off. It's exactly <laughs> what we would do. Yeah. And so then, um, like, Jim Gaffigan shows up because they get a few. They, Wait, Jim Gaffigan showed up again? Yeah, he should again. And he does he like 20 minutes up. again. But, and then another guy shows up. He followed up. the 18-year-old like guy. Yeah. The... And then some other guy shows up and he does 20 minutes. And the, it, basically whoever comes in. Did and just, Louis show up? But, yeah. <laughs> that would have been the only thing to make it better. So then basically anyone who's not brand new the first time on stage is just showing up and they're putting them on. Meanwhile, I'm like, "What's going on? I don't understand. I thought I was auditioning. I've been doing comedy. not as long as Gaffigan, yeah. but half these it's people. It's kind of amazing stand up that, like, literally, a person who's never done it before can do it at the same time as a guy like Gaffigan. Exactly. Back and forth, like they're on the same <laughs> show. <like> a... <laughs> and then all these other first time people are like, "Wow, it's Jim Gaffigan. Oh my god!" And I'm going, "Screw him. I want to get on. Yeah. I want to just do my time. The show is supposed to be an hour and a half. It gets. It show starts at eight. I get on at ten fifteen. Holy crap." And the show still, it goes till 11, apparently. The people in the audience just know this? They just, they're not allowed No, they don't know. They're all <laughs> friends of the people who are auditioning, oh, okay. but no one's auditioning because uh, Gaffigan's doing 20, although it's not his fault. They asked them to go long, yeah. right? Then the other people who just show up, they're doing 20, 20, 20. No one's even getting on. Then I go ask the host. I'm like, hey, man, I, I don't see any camera on there. I don't see inside. I don't see anyone taking notes. Is this an audition? And he was like, oh, No. <laughs> And I'm like, wait, what is this? And he's like, yeah, it's a total scam. They just do this to try to get people to bring people so they can sell drinks. It's like an old school New York scam. It's such a short-term scam, though. They're such like... a short-term scam. Because Eastville Comedy Club, if you're listening yeah. to this, never go there. Yeah. Never, ever go to this place. It's the biggest Even if shit. they have the right kind of straws, never go there. Exactly. So New York Comedy Club used to do this audition. You bring some people. Now you don't even have to bring people. I think you used to, but it was legit. They would sit in the back and watch you. They would pass some people. Hmm. Broadway Comedy Club does it. Theirs is legit. They pass some people. So I just figured it would be the same. They don't even show up. They don't pass anyone. So, it's a total scam. Do you get paid for the night at all? You don't get paid. Oh, my God. It's the biggest scam. And then you also your friends have to sit there for three hours. Yeah. I Once I found out that it was what it, a scam it was, I texted everyone inside. And I'm like, let's get out of here. And did, people, So all my friends just left in the middle of the show. Did you do your set? I did my set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then right after my set, I'm like, let's leave. Yeah, I felt bad. I was trying to go. I was, I was trying to rearrange everything, and then I was like, I felt sick. I'm glad you didn't <laughs> go. <laughs> Shout out to all my friends. Like, 15 people showed up to see me, which was, it was fun that they were there. But by the time I got on, everyone's exhausted, you know, ready yeah. to go. So never go there. I'm lost well, in America, but yep. that's, I'm still learning. Yeah, you're still learning. I mean, when I got hit with the oldest scam in the book in Thailand, I at least got a suit out of it. You know, like I got I, nothing. I got nothing out of this. I got Can you hit nothing. Gaffigan up for your laptop bill at least? The one It's because of him. I, you had you should have hit him <laughs> up. We did talk about. He's going to Asia soon, so we talked all about his trip to Asia. He, he should fun. do a pod visit after his Asia trip if he's gonna. Yeah, you're he, right. He he's actually screwing actually really up your life. Should. He really should. So never go to Eastville Comedy Club, but support Broadway New York Comedy Club. LOL. The seller, all the other clubs are great. Eastville, worst club on uh, planet earth, I want yeah, to say. Support the seller, and no matter how many times Louis shows up. <laughs> exactly. It's... All right, Cap, should we get to Lost in America? Or no, should I mean, we get to our guests? Whoa, you're really lost in America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we're on a rerun here. Oh, wait, but, wait, wait. Ints. Ints is an app. They are they are an app, baby. And the new uh, iOS for the Apple is coming really soon. The game they're working on it right now. I don't even know what that means. The new version that. for the Apple. Oh, for the iPhones, new INS app for Apple. You uh, uh, yeah, did I get that I all? Think, I don't know. I'm not you probably IT. probably said it right. I just don't. know. <laughs> I, yeah. I saw Matt and Ikram. They're testing it right now. They're gonna be. It's gonna be any day now. It's coming. They're like fine tuning it. It's gonna be, I'm excited. So version, stay tuned. If you version, have INS be ready to update your software. Oh, okay, awesome, great. Well, that's gonna be a blast. Get it e n s e dot n y c. That's it. And we're lost in America. We are lost in America. And you and you're Turner. I'm Turner Sparks. I think. Yeah. All right. Is that us? <laughs> so let's Follow us to, on this. All right. Let's get to Florent. <laughs> Bring him in. All right. We're back with our <laughs> guest, Florent. Bong. Florent, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for leaving the bar to get here. Yeah, come on, yeah come where,
2: what bar did you go to? I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> okay. It was like a random,
3: random New York City bar. That's nice. That's, uh, and Your you fir- said you just told us you were
2: at Times Square earlier? Yeah, I was at Times Square. That's really nice. <laughs> and I walk around like uh, the Madison Square Garden. Oh, the basketball, the stadium. Yeah, but uh-huh. I, I wanted to have a look, but there was no game, and they charged you like for fucking thirty-three bucks just to get in and to have a look. You really? You went inside? Yeah. Without no, he didn't. A... Went inside. Oh. They sent me like uh, thirty-three dollars each. I, that's uh, I ridiculous. Yeah, that $30 is thirty dollars. You should have, yeah. at least
3: get to see the crappy Knicks play game. Yeah, I think we went to the Boston Garden one time when I was a kid. It was yeah. like five bucks. Yeah, and that's the original Boston Garden. Where yeah, it's like the and you got to go, go down it's... in the locker rooms and everything. Yeah, yeah, I did the same thing. Did you do that? Yeah. I, I don't think you can do these there. It's no, literally it's, just to go yeah, look. At just the, a tour and
2: yeah. a basic tour, and you, the charge like, yes, yeah, thirty-three bucks each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. could no buy good. the
3: cheapest tickets to like a game late in the season, probably. Probably like, for the same price. Yeah, that's that's a good really? good move. I don't know. Maybe, oh, well, maybe not. Maybe not. It should be more expensive. But at least you get to see a basketball game. So yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah for sure. So Fran, you st- you I, we knew each other a lot for forever, but you recently, or I guess, a few years ago, started twenty-four seconds. Is that <laughs> how do you say yeah. it in French? 24 secondes. For real? Yeah. 24 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, almost. (laughs) (laughs) And what is it? It's a basketball shoe company. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Originally, it was a basketball shoe and apparel company, but mainly basketball shoes. So, the particularity of the project is that everything is manufactured in France.
3: And it's for the twenty-four second shot clock. Is
2: that yeah, point? yeah? That's pretty much the deal, yeah. That's the the storytelling. Like uh, every journalist in France gets to ask us, like, why do you choose the name twenty-four seconds?
3: Because in Europe and is the, the shot can... clock that is it twenty-four seconds or in European basketball? Yeah, it's the it same. Is. Okay, be, I didn't
2: know. Be, like like I don't know, maybe twenty years ago it was like thirty seconds, but uh, after the I think the Sydney Olympics, it it switched yeah. to
3: twenty-four. And you grew up playing basketball.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was not talented enough to make a living out of it. But you played.
3: What? T- what did you? Who, what team did you play for?
2: Uh, I play for Campea. It's like the second division in France, so it's a. Uh, it's not like <laughs> that high, but uh, still, uh, it's pretty. It's still pretty decent. We have like some uh, Americans on the team. And right. what year? When did you play? Uh, I played uh, from uh,
3: 1999 to. Two oh four maybe. What were the who are the Americans we might know or anybody? I don't think. Well, who were oh, they? they? Any Syracuse players? No.
2: No, no, no. I mean, uh, any guys you might have heard about?
3: Well, just who were the guys?
2: Like, uh, for example, Matthew Kempfert. He was a big dude from Montana University.
3: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And so what did they get? Like, so these uh, college basketball players yeah. went over to France yeah. and played in your league. Yeah. And then they got how how'd they get paid. Like, what was their life? Oh, like?
2: I mean, I mean, it's not it's clearly not the NBA, but um, they make like, I don't know, maybe between
3: 3000
2: upwards to maybe 7000 US a month. Plus, pretty good. plus, they get a, a crappy apartment and a, <laughs> a shitty French car. <laughs> really? That's basically the package. And that's the second league, so. Yeah, and they get to be the stars of the team also. Right. That's pretty cool.
3: And did these, this guy from Montana, did he speak
2: French? Uh, he could order a beer and <laughs> pick up a lady in the club. <laughs> so they ba- ba- basically made it in France uh, during the two years. Did you there. speak English? Yeah, yeah. Back then, I I used to speak English,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fr-
2: French, English. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did were you did your whole team speak English? Mo- yeah, most of the guys. I mean, he, like from the average guy, maybe it's not going to be fluent, but they are all, all able to communicate, you know. And especially the, in basketball, all the terms. Are in English, you know. Okay. When you say backdoor or alley-oop or whatever, what's pick
3: and roll in French? Yeah, it's, no. it's the same. <laughs> you just say same. pick and roll. Yeah, we
2: don't even try to yeah. translate. So that. you use all the English terms. Yeah, it's only English terms. Yeah. Three and
3: D. Yeah. Three and D. In yeah. d-
2: <laughs> <right>? yeah, three <laughs> and D. And three it's and d, and d eight, that's you.
3: Shoot <laughs> first point guard. That's
2: yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I, I was me. I was more like a, a shooting guard, but with you played shooting uh, guard. Yeah, but, but with poor shooting. Okay. So Shooting
3: most, guard who can't shoot?
2: Yeah. No, no, I could shoot, but he was not like consistent.
3: Yeah. And which French players did you play with who got drafted around? Like, was it um, Tony Parker, I guess? I and,
2: play against Tony Parker when we were like 15. Okay. And uh, maybe I got also once to play against
3: Boris Diaw. Oh. The, and one uh, of my favorite. Players. Fat boy and, Boris Diaw. one of my favorite players yeah, ever. And, Everyone and, loves him because he's fat. Yeah. And he likes to <laughs> and and still makes it. It's, yeah. He gets a in yeah. his locker, he would have like a. You make coffee after the games, and he was. Oh really? Time. Right. And 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 I, 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 I played
2: the, the the guy I played the most against. it was like maybe Ronnie Turiaf. I don't know if you. Ronnie Turiaf. Yeah, Turia. he, he went he, to
3: then he go to college that I guy thought guy he was, was right? a, yeah. played
2: in Gonzaga yeah. for like two three years, and afterwards yeah. he got drafted by the Lakers like he, second. He was round in the maybe. NBA for a while. Yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. He made uh, I think he was like twenty two or twenty five millions throughout his career.
3: Oh my gosh! So with uh, 24 seconds, yeah, what's um your market is French people, a uh, French uh, basketball players, or French like high school kid? Like, what's the idea? Um, do you guys sponsor players, or what do you do?
2: Yeah, yeah. For at this point, we sponsor players, but uh, it, they are not like uh, they are not like uh, hey players. You know, it's more like semi-pro, second division, uh, this kind of guys. Um, it's still the very beginning of the company you know so but right now we are talking with some guys and some agents who are like uh, in the first leagues and also we get to uh, we are getting more involved with like the French prospects because now there is a a new generation coming out uh, of uh, French young basketball players and I think Within the next, let's say, three years, they're going to be like 15 or 20 more French basketball players yes, going Fran- to make it to the NBA. Really? Oh yeah, we have a, a, a good pipeline. Right? A yeah, player, yeah, so. we have a uh, we have a, a very very talented generation. Actually, they played in the World Championship like under 17 years old, and they lost in the finals against the the US. But the only difference is like. Um, I think at 17 years old, the, the U.S. player, they were like much more mature, you know, much more physical. So that's how the, the French, they, they struggle so much during the, the final. But I think within two or three years, most of them, yeah. Yeah, we, have, Get more physical. we, we have at least uh, four lottery picks. Lottery NBA lottery picks. picks. Yeah, 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 at least.
3: And so as part of your job with this basketball shoe company almost like a scout? Like you're scouting these players? Yeah, more
2: or less, because once the once the French guy, they already make it in the NBA. Like, for example, we spoke, um, a good friend of mine is an, a, an agent, you know, and he, he has a, a lot of French players in the NBA right now. Uh, but those guys, they still make already a lot of money um, from the, the shoe company, That's through an endorsement deal. So... Um, you can't say, okay, I'm going to pay you half a million just to wear my my shoes. You know, it's not. Uh, you don't have the budget. Yeah, right? yeah, I don't have the budget, and um, so. But yeah, for example, if if there is a, a youngster like pretty talented, okay, maybe it could be hype about getting being the first French player, for example, to get a signature shoes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, so there's a guy in the Suns. Eli, what's his name? Elio Kobo, Eli yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Elio Kobo, actually. Um I could have tried to
1: dazzle him. Yeah, a little
2: Sign bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit because but I um honestly uh nobody knew it would be that good, you know.
3: Okay. Yeah. And then um so what's the business model for you? It's it's to get the how much of it is to get these players wearing your shoes and how much of it is just get your shoes in stores? Like, what are you trying to do?
2: Actually, because it's manufactured in France. So like the, the cost, uh, for making the shoes, it's like four uh, from five up to four to five times what it costs to make them in
3: China. And are other, uh, other companies making them in China? Yeah. Everything is made in China now. Adidas, Nike. Yeah. All all of them. But you make yours in France. No, New Balance is made in America. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. some of it, but yeah. they, they oh. still have some of the production. They definitely make some in China because they have fake new bounces uh, everywhere. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. then, what? What's the? So is your idea to sell two French people? Uh, French. Customer base, like, hey, we're making this locally. We're supporting local players.
2: Yeah, that, that's that, a, that's the that's the concept. But I think France uh, first. You need yeah, to get a yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. better. Yeah. It would
3: help your yeah. <laughs> business model. No,
2: like, but the the thing is, I think, um, for example, in uh, in Asia, for example, you know, China a lot. They are really hype about French uh, French manufactured product. You know, like. Uh, LV bag or blah, 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 blah. You know, all the luxury product. And, you know, basketball is very hype in China. And I think it could work, you know, to sell uh, all stuff in China with the
3: made in France. Uh, yeah. Effect. I think you need to get one of, the, one of the prospects. Of course. And then get them on the rockets.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
3: then you can sell in China. That's yeah. actually a very smart move. Buddy. So who's your competition in your business?
2: It's not like I have somebody like a face-to-face because uh, the competition is like Nike, Adidas, Under yeah. Armour. It's
3: like in France, is Nike the biggest?
2: The yeah, uh, in France, Nike is probably, let's say, 80% of the market. Really? Is, at least. Is yeah.
3: the same like LeBron James is the biggest uh, for the basketball market? or the most um, uh, No, I think
2: the biggest sales in France it's probably Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His what? signature shoes is, is by far the most. Is it just because of
3: fashion? Because they're the best looking, or there's why would they? Does he yeah, speak French. No, no. Maybe they they yeah. like his stance on the world being flat. You know, a lot <laughs> no. of flat earthers in and, France. And, and,
2: and all, no, also because it's a um, it's a pretty good deal. I think the the value cheap? for money. I think uh, his shoes the the sold it at maybe one hundred and ten euro, something like this. If you want to get LeBron's signature shoes, it's it's a 170, which is a pretty big ripoff. It's like a nearly 200 uh, US. And how much are your shoes? My shoes, it starts at like 115 euros. Oh, wow. And the most expensive one, it's maybe 100, 130.
3: And then what about big baller brand?
2: Lonzo <laughs> yeah, Ball. I, 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 don't, I don't even know if they have retailers you, in France. Yeah. Do you sell your yeah. shoes
3: in America? Or, or uh,
2: not you- yet, because like... Um, to be honest at this point you know my the, like the first collection it was really too basic the design uh, it was just okay we want we want we needed first to prove that we were going to be able to manufacture some shoes some decent shoes in france right. and it was not going to be like garbage uh, so now we are still we we are becoming to be to be more audacious. Yeah. on the design, I was not sure about. that. Great writing. word! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good vocab.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you learned that in high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I- <laughs> um
2: and um and now yeah we can uh, we can be more audacious and start uh, start uh, offering some more uh, some cooler design with some colors and stuff and. Uh, now the next uh, the next step for us is yet yeah, to get some bigger names under endorsement shoe deals and then but I don't think US will ever be all well
3: I could see hipst- hipsters in America being into You're French right. basketball sneakers These Yeah. In France or- I you know I got into like like when we met 10 years ago whenever that was I was I was got I was really into European basketball yeah like the um, French League, the the ACB, Spanish League. And I remember talking with all your friends. I was so excited because I knew so much about it. And there's no one to talk to about it. You can't talk to other, most American people, even people who watch basketball, they don't watch... But yeah. like basketball nerds love like to buy European jerseys of players. Who Great idea. A fan, yeah. So like they would buy the sneaker. It just, I used it's to a have niche a, market. It can only yeah. be in a few in certain areas. But Sell yeah. it in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, for real. I think you could do like a hipster uh, <laughs> shoe store in Brooklyn. Yeah. A French basketball. Oh, okay. That, yeah. That's a really, really niche market. And I in think. certain places in L.A., Turner will sell them outside of Eastfield comedy club now. Yeah, no, i am never going back there. <laughs> LA, yeah. And, uh, okay, cool. So how do you feel like you've in the French market, that's your market because that's who yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. story, right? Yeah. Is it made in France, sold in France. Yeah. And then how do you fit in who you compete? Like you said, you're competing with Nike and Adidas and all that, but like, that seems like such a big task.
2: Yeah, but actually, at the very at the very beginning, yeah, it's it almost seemed impossible, you know, when we first go to appointment with the bankers and uh, yeah, investors. Yeah, we're going to compete with Nike and Adidas. It's like uh, daydreaming almost. So, but now we have, I think, we've proven that we are able to do some good basketball shoes. And um, at the very beginning, like uh, as I said, the look of the shoes was not so hype. So. People who are buying our product, it was just like more like, uh, yeah, we are. We want to support like a small startup. It's made in France uh, because in I don't know how it is in America, but in, in France, many many people that they are sick of buying a made in China product. You know, when everybody knows the cost of the shoes is like ten bucks, and you have to pay like one uh, one fifty to to get it. You know. Yeah. So so this model in France, is... Some people, they are, they, are, they are just fed up with that. So the people were buying our product just to say, okay, there is an, ad- an alternative. So in support with that, they were buying our stuff. But now, the new collection, for example, there are people who, are st- who start buying it. They don't give a shit that it's made in France. They just, oh, I like the look. I like the design. It's comfortable. So That's great. Go for it.
3: But the, the made in France thing would be an interesting if that takes – I mean, there is in America. There's American Apparel was an idea. They yeah. In L.A. That did well, right? Yeah. For a little For a while. while. <laughs> I think it's out the of new business. New Balance though. is made in the U.S.A., I believe. Some people like to –
2: Yeah. So, yeah, like, proudly made in the U.S. There's definitely, yeah. like, a
3: movement, I mean – Made in France. Nationalist yeah. about it. Yeah, but.
2: but I don't know if American would really give a shit about the made in France. I
3: think he's right. I think they would just uh, – people, like, real basketball nerds, would, would like, like that they were getting some European basketball shoe. Right. And, not, and like, they would love, like, real basketballers would love a shoe that's sponsored by one of these up and coming lottery pick yeah, okay. French players. Because this is like, why people would like it. Basketball geeks love Donkish. They love oh, okay. like they, here's what geeks of any any format like, but so bas- let's take basketball geeks for example. They would wear the shoes because they would want someone to ask them, oh, what are those shoes? <laughs> right. And they would be like, oh, these are French, uh French league basketball yeah. shoes. You can't get them yeah. here. Don't the, worry about it. The next it. Tony Parker's wearing these shoes. These are his yeah, shoes. They want to tell the story that I they don't don't know more Kylerans. than the next person knows. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because wearing the like Durant's is so or you know exactly like that, anyone that can cool. wear the Kyrie Irvings or the Durants yeah but who can wear the uh Florent Blancs <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah, yeah you just have, the happy few do you have your own moment. shoe do you have
2: one no I don't I don't make the yeah. my own signature shoe the
3: know. flow model uh, yeah the the I, I, flow.
2: yeah the flow model say uh, nice what about, about older players is there
3: a Boris Dio can we get one of to- Mm, Boris, yeah, he
2: retired like a few it's months It's made ago. out of cheeseburgers.
3: Know, <laughs> 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 still, the, the extra wide. Uh...
1: <laughs> he's
2: my
3: favorite because he was a point guard coming up. He was super yeah. thin and then he became yeah, yeah. like a Power he became forward. fat, but he was still good. He was great yeah. in the finals. Yeah. If,
2: he did, if he didn't get fat, he would have been the one of the best French player ever. You, know? you think so? Yeah, yeah.
3: Just ate his way out of the league.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, you I, see, I think he was, more ta- he was more talented than Tony Parker. Yeah.
3: What I liked about him is that when he got fat, he moved, just moved from point guard to power forward. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> no one ever does exactly. that. And uh, that's why
3: you could trust your wife with Barstia more than Tony Parker, too. <laughs> 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 A Brent Barry reference there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what about, so is there, because you know, in the U.S. right now, there's this massive trade war with China. Yeah. So actually I think it's, it's, it's gotta be affecting Nike and Adidas and whoever makes shoes in China because Trump puts a tariff on everything coming yeah, in. Yeah. I don't know if it's specifically for these shoes, but for everything, how does France, what's France's business relationship with China? Because you used to, uh, I ask you this because you used to do business in China. Your previous yeah, business, yeah, yeah, yeah was yeah, a yeah. Uh, furniture. Company. Yeah,
2: I, I, think the, um, I think France right now they they stay as much as they can to be to stay out of this, uh, this war, this economic war between the uh, U.S. and China. You know. Okay. So, um, because like um, the French market for especially for luxury. Wine and liquors, high uh, hand uh, French made products like bags or clothing. Uh, China is a, is a very, very huge market for us. So um, now I think we're not too much concerned about this economic world, but for sure everybody is scared about like what happened, uh, like what Trump could do, you know? No politics, but I mean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now everybody is more like wait and see what's gonna happen, uh, what will be next, uh,
3: and what about with business between France and drop. the US? Has Trump affected that at all? Or the uh,
2: um, maybe a little bit, maybe a little right. bit. Uh, well, France is still see, in the EU, so yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I think he, he wants to put some tariffs and stuff, you know. So, yeah, well, he's not aware of the France in the EU as so long as he long doesn't, as he doesn't
3: start with basketball shoes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I. Is, I, is it making shoes in France? Diff- because, like we discussed it earlier, we call—I think you called it—a communist country, but it's not quite there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, it is more socialist than America. So, is it? Yeah, which, how's the business climate with running a business in France compared to? Actually, you know, actually, it's getting better and
2: better. You know, yeah. right now we have this young president who is like really uh, startup friendly. Yeah, they want to make a startup nation, or Ooh. that's how they call it—the French tech and, and not, to go to
3: France and yeah. and
2: now it's uh, i think it's more and more easy to start a business in France it's also better to get um for example a loan or there are more and more business angels so if you want to raise uh,
3: funding yeah. It's uh, it's more efficient. Is it really? Yeah. it's like hard to it's hard to fire people in France, right? Yeah, I, yeah, which yeah. It seems yeah. like the best part of having a business is you that's can the fire by people. far the best part. Like Trump could never have had the Apprentice in France because it's like you can't <laughs> you're, you're fired. fired. Yeah, really yeah, yeah.
2: Fire oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so, uh, that's um now they are they are working on it, you know. Yeah. But it's uh, it's it's very that, difficult because that still, designer the, the, yours. The, yeah, the syndicate the syndicates are so powerful in France. Syndicates. Is that like the unions? Oh yeah, the unions. Yeah, it's, it's, syndicate it, is something different. It I don't sounds know. Sounds
3: more like like a crime syndicate or something <laughs> yeah. in America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the
2: unions. Yeah, yeah strong. Yeah, 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 it's, it's, mm. huge. yeah. it's huge. Syndicate busters. So no, yeah, it's it's very hard to um to fire people. Yeah, when you when you need sack to to sack. You, what do you say? Here. You say sack or well, pr-
3: English say sack. We British say fire. people say sack. We say I like fired. that. But we, we understand both. And read them. We, we sacked a few producers sacks. behind the glass in the past. We did. It's dark <laughs> back there right now. We're, <laughs> we're looking. It's a funeral parlor back there. <laughs> so you had to sack a few. So um No, I didn't have to no, sack. He's do not allowed to sack anybody. So what do you do if you want to fire someone? What do you have to do? in I mean you can, but it's going to cost you a lot of uh what are the rules? Because in China, when I, with Mr. Softy, the rule was that you had to pay everyone one month for every year they work for you. So if they work for you for six years, you have to pay six months salary just to fire yeah, them. half a pre- year. It's pretty much, it's pretty much the same in France. In America, you can just fire people, right? If you're firing them, not letting them off. If you have cause, you don't have to pay them anything. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the rules are, but yeah, you, I don't, there's no government. Usually companies give you a severance if they're laying you off. But it's not months. It's usually weeks. It's usually weeks based on how long you've worked somewhere. Really? That's often. Yeah. There's so. no way you would have to, like, when we closed Mr. Softy, there were certain people I had to pay six months, seven months right. just we, to go away. The best thing in America they can do is lay you off instead of firing you because then you can collect unemployment. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's the yeah. nice mm. thing I can do. But wow. There's and, my advice. And so, what's the, um, so starting your business was pretty easy, like opening a business in France. Yeah. And do you think it would be the same? Are they attracting foreign business to France?
2: Yeah, but I think the, in France, the, um, the most difficult part like to have like, for example, leaders, like a, why do why do we don't have like an Airbnb or Snapchat or this, oh, you this, kind, this kind of startup in France? We have just a few, uh, what do you call it? Unicorns? Unicorns? Yeah, we have few because it's uh, the most difficult uh, in France is to scale up. For example, in America, the market is already very big. You know, there is like, I don't know, 300 million people in the U.S. In France, it's only 60. So the the market size is not large enough to make a very big champion. So you need to start to look overseas pretty early. It's it's, it's difficult. Even if the European Union... it's still very difficult, very different yeah. to sell in France or to sell in Germany or to sell it's in... It's like America. different cultures. It's hard to yeah. make
3: a product that appeals to the entire European Union. Yeah. It's harder than, Ameri- than make it for And countries. also
2: for the fundings, uh, it's easy in France. It's easy. It's never easy, but you can uh, raise like one, two million US, for example. From we a bank? Yeah. No, 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 no. From people. No, There's from, a lot from, of oh, tech douchebags from, out there. From, Oh, yeah. From, <laughs> from, from VCs. We got a ton of VCs But, in but you can't have like... a uh, 200 million fundraising or like you have like uh, some sometime you see on a TechCrunch uh, oh. a, a startup you've never heard about like uh, and you can, say, you can yeah. walk out in the hallway here yeah, and raise like, a million dollars yeah, if you're yeah, 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 charming they raise, enough like 100, they raise 100 <laughs> go talk million to
3: the guy right outside Florent the, yeah. the studio we're in right now yeah the owner of who's right outside uh, started Venmo what the fuck is Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Venmo? No, I don't know. It's PayPal. Like PayPal. Oh, okay. It's, but yeah, like for, France. for like Ven- hipsters. It's cooler. Yeah. Okay. It's very popular in America. It's way. worth like a billion bajillion dollars. He's never heard of it. That's great. See, that's yeah, like it's great. Know, knock it down a peg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, we've never heard of it. What about starting, I, we're bringing ice cream truck businesses to France. Is that? Oh, yeah. Do they have a softy? they have Mr. Softy. Actually, Mr. Softie, it could work. Yeah, okay. we're looking for a new place for you. OK, let's move to France, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and so you can't get you M-
2: maybe p- you, you would have like some parents complaining or kids are going to get fat because there is a, <laughs> a, a softy truck just <laughs> yeah. in front of this grammar school or something. The, like <laughs>
3: li- this, the ice cream syndicates wouldn't like the it. The syndicates uh, would yeah. not be happy.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so what do you see for 24 seconds? What's well, like? So are you guys in stores now?
2: Uh, actually, as I said, you know, it's uh, it's quite expensive for us to pr- to pr- to make the shoes. So now we sell directly to consumer only online. Nice. Oh. How's uh, it going? We we don't have enough uh, markup or margin. I don't know how you say it properly, but to to sell through a middleman
3: who's going to take Understand. Uh, all the so Not on Amazon, then. No. No. No Amazon. <laughs> no, no Amazon. How do people get the shoe? Your website, uh, yeah, our website.
2: Or now also we are trying to um, to build networks with the basketball
3: clubs. Oh, so you can go through their basketball clubs' websites.
2: Yeah, right? no, and also we can, um, like, for example, if you are if you belong to a club, you know, uh, we can sell some. Uh, demos stocks you yeah know, people can try the shoes you mean the,
3: to the players or you mean if you What do you mean, to, 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 the
2: to the to the organization you know for example they put the the, the product in the gym so people can have a look they, oh, they like can a, try like... it and uh also if they if they purchase like all together we can offer discounts and how's it going it's not too bad yeah, uh, I'm not I'm not a billionaire uh, <laughs> yet, but uh, what well, after this we, pod comes out? I, I, I'm working on it. Yeah, and He's thanks good. to uh, Turner's Spark. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and <laughs> so, what do you want to do? Tank here. What's the future of uh, of 24 seconds?
2: Um, but actually, uh, I think within this year, we uh, like end of the year, we're going to maybe raise some money. Do we know who from? Uh, it's a secret. I told. You- <laughs> I
3: told Kaplan off the air. Ah, I but I didn't tell the <laughs> listeners. I didn't tell the listeners.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You well, can find out.
3: You'll find out soon. Yeah, you'll find out soon. It'll be in the trades. It'll yeah. be all over the trades. <laughs> <laughs> we'll break the news. Can we tell one story about we used to play in a basketball league in Shanghai? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember that one game our friend JD played? JD was like one of those classic kids who didn't play in high school, but just because he like had a bad attitude. He's a good <laughs> athlete. Yeah, he's like, like six foot four, not six not coachable. Five. Uh, very uncoachable I was, yeah. the opposite. I was like the guy who played Because I was very coachable Yeah I'm actually good
2: Yeah <laughs> and, I, I Actually it's like uh, The basketball IQ Was not his man No oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah
3: There's no Boris DL out there He had the know. basketball IQ Of that door <laughs> And uh, But he was like Super athletic So he plays <laughs> he, And But he also like He's a he, rim runner he, He's a very was a rim runner He 100% thought That he was good enough To play in the Chinese league <laughs> If he wanted to Meanwhile These are all like former like NBA, NBA player He was the star right. in that league. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Jimmer for plays in that league. Yeah. These are like yeah, college. But, but back then he was totally different. Yeah. But he still wasn't good enough. So we go to play intramurals in Shanghai. Florence on our team. Second division with our French league. Is he your best player? Yes. Right. Florence our best yeah. player. And the JD thinks is our best player. <laughs> and then oh, the, team, a, okay, the team. team we play against their center was this start had started two years earlier on a final four team for university of Illinois. Yeah. Was, Remember that guy? Yeah, Clayton. Clay Turner? Was that no, a no, team no, of like no. Jeron Williams' team? I think team? it's Clay, yeah.
2: Clayton Thomas, I think it's his name. Clayton Thomas, something like that. Mm. And But he was not a starter. Okay, he but anyway, he, was, he, he could was, have
3: started on Montana. He was but... a legit seven-footer. Yeah, yeah, he was a seven-footer. In an intramural like, league. Illinois is a big tense program. It's In Shanghai, yeah. intramurals. And then the power forward was the power forward for LaSalle University. Yeah, Lionel yeah. Simmons? No. <laughs> the, the old no, no, the L train? No, his name is uh, Joël Jean Baptiste. Actually, he's a French dude. Oh. The team was insane. That's a, a bunch of ringers. So we have to play against them. JD fouls out in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like fouls out? Yeah, yeah. he just keep because he doesn't know how to play organized yeah. basketball. It's well, like, he doesn't know how to play proper defense. No, yeah, he's, yeah, spaz yeah. There, it, like, yeah, he's he, a spaz out there.
2: Yeah, he's Even when he's in, when he's in foul trouble, he will try still try to steal the ball or black shots.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 <let him> on the <laughs> Yeah, it was fantastic. We got our asses kicked, but it was a lot of fun. Many, yeah, yeah, you didn't couldn't carry them to victory. Uh, actually, yeah, we won the the championship once. We didn't win that game though. Oh, no, no, no! I you won the war. You didn't win the battle. I couldn't get a shot off. Yeah, I literally when you play against people who are really good, you literally they block every like three pointers. <laughs> they block. Yeah, every you shot. Do you a pl- little pump fake. Yeah, I do a little up and under. I didn't have that. <laughs> that doesn't work. They can. It, they're twice as tall as you. They can. You go under and they just my reach pump around. Pump fake is inverse relationship. The better the player, the because they're just so looking to block my shot. Yeah, that it actually works. But All um, right. Well, I'll I'll try it way. against the power. You should have brought me out, Sal. <laughs> oh, five I'll foot nine of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's very kind of you to say five foot nine. Thank <laughs> you very much. I'll take that. I'm gonna list that. All right, Florent. Well, how do people? What's the website? How do people find it? Oh,
2: you can need uh, twenty four seconds. But uh, the the particularity is there in French. There is a e between the d and the s.
3: Yes. And it's dot fr. Crazy French twenty four seconds dot fr. Yeah, <laughs> Any you, you need. What's the new shoe? What What do you recommend? Uh,
2: the new, well, the the new, uh, the new collection is called the Clutch shoes. Nice. Clutch. So you can go and have a look.
3: Fantastic. All right, Florent. Thank you for doing the podcast. Thank you for having me yes. once again. Yeah. That was the... fun, guys. That was <laughs> great. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, 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 I, I, the, who's the best team in I, France? I, I in apologize the, for my English, uh, which no. is no, no, no. Oh, of yeah. weak. good question, Cap. Who's, it, the, who's the best team in France this year? Who's gonna? I want to gamble on the French team. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> it's definitely uh,
2: Asvel. Well, you know the the team uh, Tony Parker and Nicolas Batum invested in.
3: Okay. Oh, they invested oh, in the team. team? Yeah, yeah.
2: They, put, like, um, two, yeah. they put like they put they put like few millions in the in the capital. They, they bought the club like I don't know maybe two three years ago.
3: So they think they're the owner of the team while they're basically playing in the NBA. But yeah, all right, I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna I mean, gamble on that they, team. Yeah, but the big the big because I can't like gamble the, in the NBA. Yeah. I'm terrible
2: at it. So. But now, right now, I don't know if you remember this guy David Kahn.
3: He used to be a general. David, David Kahn. David The Kahn. GM of the Timberwolves. Yeah, the GM
0: of the what? Timberwolves. The guy who
3: drafted uh, Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio ahead of Steph Curry. Right. Back to back. Yeah. yeah. Kahn. So, that's Wait, is he, he in France? France? But the, this guy, he's like, their GM? No, 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 no. <laughs> Actually,
2: this guy is I'm he's not wo- on he's them. working on a project. He, he bought um, a basketball team. There was one team <laughs> which was in the first league and they were going bankrupt. Okay. And uh, so they were going, but. Normally uh, they were going to play if they find some fundings they were going to play in the second division. Okay. And the guy he said okay, I buy the rights of the teams to play in the second division, but I'm going to make a team in Paris. Because in Paris you it's the it's the only uh, team the only big city in Europe which doesn't have a, a decent basketball team, you know? Really? Yeah.
3: That guy's a genius. This has always been my dream. Tyler Sparks and I have this dream. We want to buy, like, a second division team and move them up. Yeah, Yeah, it's amazing he can just reinvent himself in France. It's yeah. like I'm trying to think of an equivalent of this in the other Stephon Marbury. <laughs> but in like in another, in like a real big, he was like a terrible <laughs> general manager. He was the worst general manager in the, like the NBA, but Google this idea France, is brilliant. And, this is and, going and,
2: and in- he said, because like, yeah, we're going to play in France and uh, we're going to have a kick ass Euroleague team in uh, five uh, years. And wow. Um, I'm going to bet against
3: that. Inve- oh, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> He'll get Johnny Flynn. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where is he now? In China or something like this? Johnny and Flynn. I have no injury. idea. He'll, He'll be, be in France more. soon. Yeah. Playing for David Kahn. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. All, right, All right. Well, thank you Florent. Thanks for doing the thanks. pod. Yeah. Thanks, sir. Everybody I'm go out. and go put money on the Leon team go to the website. Yes. Yes. Cap, what should we do? Oh, let's let's do some news. Let's get to the news. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you to Florent Bung for doing the pod. He had to run back to the bar, he said. He had to run. But we're drinking rum and cokes in his honor. Exactly. First news story of the week, back to the Mm Shanghaiest, Our our old friends in Shanghai, China. Chengdu, which is a city in China. Okay. Chengdu plans to launch an artificial moon into space to save on electricity. Now, this is ingenuity, a baby. Idea for a billion person country, the planned illumination satellite in quotation marks would be sent up into space to complement the moon at night by shining eight <laughs> times as bright as the moon, reports the People's Daily of China. The state media outlet claims that the fake moon would be able to light up an area with a diameter of 10 to 80 kilometers with officials on the ground able to focus all that illumination on Ch- the city of Chengdu. So with an ultra bright full moon each day and every night, the city would then be f- in for serious savings on their monthly electricity bill, or at least that appears to be the rationale for the ambitious project. Yeah, but you're going to have to spend a lot more money on blackout shades if it's like exactly super coming. I'm going to sleep at night. But I will That's- say I'm in favor of this. In 2008, uh, the during the Olympics. They had it. They fake they they made it rain. The government made it rain. Because rain <laughs> knocks the good. pollution out of know the how air. The government made it rain. They Do just you really believe about propaganda. They made it rain. I was I was there. I saw the blue skies. I saw the rain. They can see the clouds. They shoot rockets at the clouds and then it starts raining. And this is all <laughs> here Listen, day. by everyone in America is complaining about global warming, complaining about pollution. In China in some cities, you can't see the moon. It's so polluted. Boom. Build a fake moon. I can't In believe- China, you can't pollution during the Olympics, so you boom make it rain that knocks the pollution out of the air. Trump this is, is problem this is Trump's gonna love these ideas. He's gonna want to build a bigger moon with his name on it. Exactly, it's Trump Moon. Now we're talking. The That's Trump Moon. A- the Trump Sun. Build a sun. Build, then we don't have to worry about the sun burning out billions of years from now. That's what I'm saying. All these people complaining about our children. Oh, the kids is, aren't gonna have anything. They're is this fake moon, moon gonna affect uh, the oceans or women's menstrual cycles? <laughs> Great question, I and like, I is think, there a way to get the answers? So yes, on both. None, no times of the month anymore with this. That thing, personal, would be, or, or you could choose when it is. Maybe like, the fake moon cancels out the real moon, again. and now there's no times of the month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is gonna be an interesting experiment. We're gonna be living in to, <laughs> to visit the city. Everybody, but book your flights now to Chengdu. <laughs> yeah, when you know the when you New know York. Know which city? time of the month to book it? <laughs> <When your wife. laughs> New York to Chengdu direct. Last story of the week, Kaplan, from the Arizona Daily Star. All right. My favorite paper in Arizona. An off-duty patrol agent named Dennis Dickey, great (laughs) name, was holding a gender reveal celebration for his wife's pregnancy last year when he accidentally (laughs) started a (laughs) 47,000-acre fire. Wow! Oh, man. So I actually, I'll be honest, I had to look up what a gender reveal party me. meant. Yeah, that's these things. I, I i don't know if it's just an American thing or a Western thing or they may do this in China now. Where people, oh, like, they probably don't do this in China because it's- No, you're not allowed to know the yeah, yeah. gender. Yeah. So let's ex- explain what it is first because yeah, not have, everyone's going to know. People have these parties where you find out that you basically have a doctor figure out what you're having a boy or girl when you're pregnant. They don't tell you. They instead, a lot of times, they send the results to like a bakery that specializes in this, and they bake a secret cake. Oh, and you have people over, and you you like basically cut the cake or do something to reveal. And all of a sudden, it's either pink or blue because this gender reveal part, while well, very modern, is very uh, this is this toxic masculinity culture it's feeding with pink and blue. Well, this is brilliant. what I was gonna say. And so this everyone finds out at once. So you find out this private, intimate thing at the same time as all your friends. You invite over for a party. What are you having a boy? This is insane, but I I would say on there's two minds here. On one hand, it seems like the whitest thing ever. Only it's white so people white. only white people would yeah. do this. But on the other hand, it seems like it's the n- white people would never do this because then you're not supposed to pick your kids' gender. Right. We, we are so, so it, we're, we're, we can't make up our minds on this issue of gender. Yeah. So the wildfire began when Dickie shot a shot a target that contained. Tannerite, I, an explosive substance designed to detonate when <laughs> shot by a high-velocity firearm. So he shot it. So This is very Arizona, right? And I should say the border agent named Dennis Dicky He was shooting a, a target with a Tannerite. I don't think they're very progressive. I'm just gonna yeah. go here, but they are having a gender reveal. Yeah. The explosive target was part of a celebration of his wife's pregnancy and contained colored powder to show the gender of the baby. Yeah. Blue would mean a boy. Gr- uh, pink would mean a girl. Screw a cake. Cakes are so lame. Yeah, shoot a target. I, why not just shoot an, shoot a deer this is the best part 8.2 million dollars in damages it says here exactly so his this wildfire <laughs> that he started 47,000 acres caused 8.2 million dollars in damage damages took 700 firefighters to put out and he paid 200 grand for it <laughs> is that the plot of the next backdraft I think so <laughs> Good. So, men, a lot of good men died out there so that's a very there's yeah They that wouldn't happen in China because, uh, because you're not allowed to know the why baby's you're not gender. allowed to know because they think you'll abort if it's a girl is exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they don't let, a let you. The black know. market, or to find out the gender. I, yeah, there, there you is. can pay off doctors. Back alley, back alley gender reveal parties. Back, are <laughs>
1: <laughs> that That's
3: where we're gonna be one day. That's one gonna be it. Oh my god! All right, that is the podcast. Yeah, Kaplan, pod. Florent Bong, thank you for doing it. Do Kaplan, what should we do? It's time we get lost. Get lost. Ball is my favorite sport I like that way to dribble up and down the court Just like I'm the king on the microphone So it's not the J.M. Moses Manon. I like slam dunks to take it to the hoop, my favorite play is the alley-oop, I like the pick and roll I like to give and go, it's basketball for Mr. Mr. Curtis Blow
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah Okay, instead of doing it like this Everybody I want your own slam dunk Slam dunk like this
3: Slam dunk, y'all I used to, to go to dinner, but take my girl, this is Titan, play against Earl uh, and Pearl. And uh, will. Big O and Jerry West play basketball at his very best. Basketball has always been my thing, I like Magic Bird and Bernard King. Number 33, my man, Karim, was the center on
0: my story team. Ooh. Where's all the fellas in the house? All the fellas.